Do you love the Mason Vera Payne show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then keep listening. It's time for Team MVP. Uh, Team MVP is a show about your life, covering everything from movies and games to technology to politics, but not the stuff you hear about on the news. Coming to you from MVP Studios, Team MVP starts now. Team MVP correspondent Brian Altimer here live from MVP Studios in Chicago, and thank you for tuning in. You probably heard the term burnout before. In fact, you may have even experienced it once or twice before. But how do you really know that you're truly experiencing burnout? And how can you avoid it from happening altogether? Joining me to answer these questions and more is executive coach Dr. Robin Buckley. Thanks for joining me. Oh, Brian, thank you so much for having me. Uh, First of all, what is burnout? So the interesting part to me about burnout is that burnout are feelings, which most people realize, but the feelings come from thoughts, particularly thoughts of being helpless, overloaded with work or stress or unappreciated. And then it's the thoughts that are creating the feelings that result in things such as physical, mental, or emotional exhaustion. So it's a timeline of thought, which creates the feeling, which then resonates as the the three areas of our life that are impacted with just a complete exhaustion. That's what burnout is. And one of the things I want to know, does it affect you physically? Because I know I've been in that situation where, you know, I felt like, you know, I'm totally done with this particular situation and there's been days where I had like headaches and and body aches. So is is that a symptom of a burnout? So burnout is a long-term experience. It's, you know, we can go through our day and feel exhausted and it's not necessarily burnout because it's limited to a short period of time. Burnout builds and it becomes a global experience. And what I mean by global is it affects all areas of our life. So our home life, our work life, our social life, and our physical and mental health. So burnout creates just um, somewhat catastrophic results throughout all of our functioning. And you asked specifically, Brian, about physical, but I'd like to break it down that burnout creates problems and dysfunction in our physical life, our emotional life, our behavioral and our cognitive. So you were giving me examples and some examples that you mentioned are demonstrative of physical results of burnout. So being tired all the time, headaches, nausea, um, getting frequently sick because you're lowering your immunity and muscle aches are great examples or maybe not so great examples, but good examples of when you're experiencing burnout. Emotional uh, examples would include feelings of self-doubt, feelings of failure, being detached from not just work, but the people in your life that are important to you, lower motivation, and then the feeling of helplessness that I mentioned earlier. Behaviorally, people who are going through burnout are going to experience things such as irritability, procrastination, isolating themselves from the things and people that in the past gave them joy. And overall, um, some more specific things, changes in appetite, sleeping patterns, or libido. And then finally, the one that I think a lot of people associate with burnout are the cognitive symptoms. So a reduction in memory or concentration, disorganization, that overall distractibility and brain fog that so many people do associate as sometimes one of the first symptoms recognized as burnout. And we're talking with executive coach, Dr. Robin Buckley about uh, burnout. Now, I've often heard 
people tell me, you know what, to get out of my situation, I'm going to uh, change the scenery, I'm going to change my career, I'm going to change X, Y, and Z. Is that a, a, a good uh, remedy for burnout? It can be, Brian, but sometimes people go to that at, in an act of desperation. I just, oh, I just got to get out. I just have to change. So it's not necessarily the only avenue. So when we're dealing with burnout, one of the first things to look at is, and you'll hear me go back to this a lot, what are the thoughts that you're having about the situation? So burnout can experience can be experienced not just in the workplace, but at home as well. Again, from those feelings of being overwhelmed or underappreciated, but feelings come from our thoughts. So what's the thought creating that feeling, for example, of being unappreciated? Oh, I do all this work and my boss never comments on, on how you know good a project I did, or I'm taking care of things in the house and my spouse never appreciates or tells me how much he or she you know, looks at what I do as, as something valuable to our family. It's the thought creating it. So at one level, if you can't just burn the bridge and, and go somewhere else, it's what is the thought and how can I change that thought to then create an emotion that I can accept, that I can, that is comfortable for me. And so as an example, with the, the boss not appreciating the work, you know, has your boss never commented on the work? Does he show his appreciation in other ways? Does she reward you in different ways? So it's making sure that the thought you're having isn't that kind of a, a globalized perspective, a generalized perspective, and finding evidence where you might be appreciated. If there's no evidence, maybe you're closer down that line of, is this the right place for me to be? And we're talking with executive coach, Dr. Robin Buckley. Is burnout a mental illness? Because it, you know a lot of this is mm -hmm. all in the mind. So it, can that be described as a mental illness or is it's just a, a temporary condition? You know, I really appreciate this question, Brian, because I think it's important that people truly understand what mental illness is. And mental illness at a clinical level creates a dysfunction, a long-term dysfunction. So it's easy to see why burnout might be categorized as a mental illness. Burnout, because it is something that is very much dependent on a state situation, you know, something that is where you are at that moment, isn't typically diagnosed as any kind of category as mental illness. However, burnout can create certain types of mental illness, most notably depression and anxiety. So it's living with that constant state of feeling helpless or being incredibly stressed with no um, dissipation of the stress that can create the states of depression or anxiety. And those are mental illnesses. Those will need certainly professional intervention in order to reduce those. Very often, if burnout is caught early, then the depression and anxiety might be at lower levels, so they'll go away as the burnout is reduced. But if burnout continues for long periods of time and depression and anxiety build, then they're gonna be at the more moderate or severe levels. And that's where professional uh, can really be helpful in addressing the depression and anxiety and the burnout almost at the same time to try and reduce all of the thoughts that are creating almost like the seeds of the depression and anxiety. Wow. And we're talking with executive coach, Dr. Robin Buckley about burnout. Now, ways to deal with it uh, is kind of a two-part question. Mm -hmm. Do you go to the source? You mentioned boss a few times. Uh, should you go to the source of your burnout to kind of like air out the grievances? Or should that person go to 
someone that's more capable of handling those symptoms of burnout? Good question. So when it comes to the first part, going to the source, and I like to emphasize that burnout, while we associate burnout professionally, it can, it can also happen in our personal life. So if the source is a boss or a significant other, you are, you being the individual, are the expert of your life. You know better than anybody else what is the best path. We don't always see it because maybe we're in the middle of just a, a state of burnout or a state of depression or anxiety, but you really are the expert. So when you ask me that, my response, if I was working with a client would be, well, is your boss receptive to getting that kind of constructive feedback? Or is your boss going to be defensive or retaliate? You know from having watched. Now, if your boss is receptive, then absolutely. A conversation is a wonderful place to start sharing that idea of, I am not satisfied. I am not feeling good about my role here. And how can I work with you as my boss to change that? So it can create a wonderful opportunity for a, a dialogue. And so many organizations are really expanding their understanding and their appreciation of how to enhance and maintain employee mental health. So I think that the stigma associated with certainly mental health, but also with burnout has slowly, and I think actually more quickly during the pandemic has reduced. So yes, going to the source, if that is viable, great place to go. If it is not, or if you need additional support, my recommendation is to look at either therapy or coaching to support um, you progressing out of burnout. Very often coaches are a great place to start and making sure your coach is trained and educated as a coach, not a business advisor, not a consultant, not as a mentor, all great roles, but you want a coach who is trained in understanding that brain behavior connection and how to help you move past the thoughts creating the burnout. In addition, going to work with a coach allows you a safe space, a confidential space that you know you're gonna be getting an objective perspective as well as specific strategies to help yourself. That's not always something that our friends and family or even our boss can offer us because they don't have the training and they fit very different roles in our life, especially our friends and family from that subjective perspective. So working with a coach provides you with that very professional level of understanding your brain and more importantly, understanding how to control your brain. If the coach working with you sees that any symptoms are more in that clinical range, that mental health or, or mental illness range that you mentioned earlier, Brian, then the coach's training would allow for that coach to say, hey, maybe starting with a therapist would make more sense because your symptoms are much more significant than what should be dealt with in coaching. So working with a professional allows you to get a really clear assessment of where you are and what is the best path to help you. And there you have it, executive coach, Dr. Robin Buckley, drrobinbuckley.com. Make sure you guys check out that website. Also, if you want to check her out on social media, it's uh, at Dr. Robin Buckley on Instagram. It, uh, on Twitter, it's at Dr. Robin Insights, uh, LinkedIn, Dr. Robin Buckley, and uh, Facebook, Finding the Power Within. Dr. Robin Buckley, thank you so much for joining me. Brian, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Love what you just heard? Team MVP is brought to you by everyone's favorite unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Payne. Let's be friends.
Connect with us at Mason Vera Payne on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Got a question or comment for the show? Email contact at masonverapain.com. And make sure to check out masonverapain.com to catch up on what you missed and get fresh content multiple times a week. That's Mason Vera, P-A-I-N-E, all one word, dot com. 